Shortly after their argument, another conversation between Jasper and Flint happens. Wait, Flint, uh, what did they even do? I told you. They committed a crime. They're being held. It's your responsibility now. Stop and, and talk to me for a second. Every second I'm here is wasted time. I have things to do. Things that you should be doing. So maybe go fuck yourself. Flint, go back to my office and wait. No. Do it now. Is that an order? Yes, it is an order. Because you are acting like a child. As you wish, sir... So, <laughs> as we start sitting in a cage without much physical activity, can Edwin please roll a d6? Yes. What do you have to eat in here? One pound. <laughs> Nothing. No apparently. physical activity, though. Oh. In the cage. Mm. <laughs> no way to immediately burn off the calories the that calories he's not that consuming. He's not, yeah. No, he's had a lot of eggs. Mm. It's true. A lot of eggs. He already rolled for the eggs, though. Well, but now this is this is it not burning off. Ah, just mm. sitting, yeah, and it's getting worse. Inactivity, so it's getting worse. Maybe he has cancer, and so that's why he's, he's gaining just a weight. tumor. <laughs> Could be a plot twist. <laughs> a plot that's twist. a horrible plot twist. Just surprise! Edwin has cancer. <laughs> he's dying slowly. Anyways, we're gonna tackle that in this uh, episode. Uh, <laughs> maybe, us. maybe not. That, that'll be. Join us against my battle against time, cancer. If there's time. <laughs> it's colon cancer. Let's hope there's not time. <laughs> yeah. No, it's breast cancer. Dang. Anyway. Fair enough. I think we're actually going to start with Audrin. Are you... I, I believe you are still exercising, hanging out in the gym area, getting strong and ready for, for fighting. I reckon so. It's probably about... Three in the afternoon now you spend a decent amount of time in the gym and you're exercising when a uh, an earth genasi walks up to you. It is Jasper, the guardian, and he comes up to you and he says, Um, can we talk in a bit of a more private place? Uh yeah, sure. What's up? Well, um Flint, my second in command, has told me that he has detained your friends for trying to uh, illegally buy some goods. And so I need to figure that out. Oh. And maybe you can help me understand what is going on with them or maybe vouch for them so I can have them at the very least released from the cage that they are now in, apparently. I'll see what I can do, but I didn't think they'd be the type to buy illegal things. What did they buy? Well, um, they, I don't know if they actually bought anything, but they intended to buy Solby. I have no idea what those are. Well, you're a kid, that makes sense. Uh, but they're, they're not a, they're not a good thing. They are outlawed because of the nature of how you retrieve them. And so it's not a good thing to have them. So you detained my friends under suspicion? I did not. That was 
my second-in-command, Flint, and so maybe we can sort this out, figure it out, with your help. I'll see what I can do, I guess. All right, if you can come with me. I want to have a conversation with Flint and you together. Maybe figure out what's going on, what their plan was, if you know anything, that kind of thing. Okie dokie. All right, so he, um, he leads you to where you have talked with him before, uh, that kind of box area that looks overlooks the entire arena. And already waiting and sitting in like a chair is another Earth Genasi that you've seen, I think, twice before, maybe once before, in, you know, a suit and proper looking. And Jasper motions for you to sit as well and then sits down himself and basically says, um, Flint, can you go a little bit more in detail as to what actually happened? Flint responds and says, um, I was in the market area and they walked up to me and asked brazenly to my face about where I could, where they could find soul beats. And I tried to be accommodating and see if they were looking to try and stop any kind of like market dealing or something, if they had information about it, but they refused to tell me and made it seem like not only had they already purchased at least one soul bead, but they knew a person who was selling them and would refuse to tell me. And so at the very least, I held them under suspicion and, well, here we are now. And Jasper responds and says, um, okay, uh, Audrin, do you know anything about having bought something like that? Have you guys bought anything suspicious before? Mm-mm. No. Giggle Frost bought a soul bead, but you wouldn't, have, you wouldn't have known that. I mean, like, in our times in other places. Um, I don't think so, particularly. No, they've never bought anything suspicious before. And mm-hmm. I've been at the gym all day after breakfast. Okay. Um... Do you know anybody here that might be doing any kind of suspicious things? Because it kind of sounded like they maybe knew a person who is selling these things. After breakfast, the the cat and I fought, you know, training. Mm-hmm. And then he left. Yeah. I've just been at the gym, so I wouldn't know anybody. I only talked to them pretty much. Okay. I think I'm going to have a talk with them. And then if... There seems to be nothing wrong. I will release them, but they will still be confined here. Is that all right with you? Do you feel like that is an okay compromise here? Here as in the town? As in within the arena. So they can still do the fight and all that? Yeah, they will be confined within training and their own housing. They won't be able to leave the arena itself. And I believe Giggle Frost is not a contender, but she will still be confined here. How the hell is that a punishment? Flint, be quiet. It's not a punishment. It's not even a slap on the wrist. Your opinion is not needed in this matter. I don't think they did anything wrong, though. That they don't usually do things too wrong. What do you mean by too wrong? Have they done wrong things before? There was that one time... A guy randomly fell asleep and then died off a ladder, but I don't know if that was anybody's fault. He just fell asleep. And then they stole some books from the library. But other than that, no. Okay, that's 
That's good to know. Sorry, guys. <laughs> That's very, very good to know. <laughs> well, would you like to come with me down to where they are? Or would you like to continue training? I've, I think I can join you. I've had a good amount of training today. Okay. <clears throat> and so Jasper gets up, and I'm guessing you follow, and head towards the... Uh, the basement below the Colosseum itself. And we will cut to Edwin and Gigglefrost in this moment. You are spending some time in a nice little cage. It's good old-fashioned place. Um, well, the only thing I'm thinking about is the fact that my butt itches, so I'm going to put a bar in between my cheeks and... <coughs> okay, you, you do so. Preferably so that when he walks in, that's all he sees. This is a little bit in time before this happens, but if you continue for an extended period of time, that is a possibility. Uh, it will um, be for an extended period of time. It's a really bad itch. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure I got worms. Do either of you want to try and observe your surroundings? Maybe, I don't know, reflect Eagle what's Frost, happening? Can, can you help a brother out? I got a really bad itch. Uh, I would um, like to do the observing of the place that you suggested. All right. Um, yeah, just perception. Okay. Uh, what's a 22 get me? A 22 gets you a decent description of the place. Okay. Um, this area is decently wide and open. Uh, seems like... There are actually multiple different cages around. You can see that the room is open and then like curves around. It goes a, distant, a, a decent length as well. You can see that as it's curving away, there are three other cages. You don't know if there are others that continue onward. Mm. Um, they all seem to be similar cages. It's quite dark down here a basement under a basement so but then you also can see that in the furthest cage there seems to be something some kind of shadow it's hard to make out in the dark but might be something is there anything throwable uh, in our cage yeah there's a pebble on the ground sure i want to throw it at the the thing you just told me okay um you try and throw the pebble outside of the uh the bars, and it hits some kind of field and then drops to the ground. Do you want to play catch with the pebble? Sure. It's like a football for you, right? Okay. Okay. Ready? We go, I go to the one end of the cage. I take the pebble, and I say, go along. <laughs> I don't know why I'm running. I'm flapping my wings. <laughs> <gasps> Do you catch it? If I can find a D20, I'll let you know. <laughs> I sure the fuck do. <laughs> <laughs> with excellent yeah. skill, you catch it without looking. And it looks super epic, but it's only Edwin that can really see it. Yay! Dang, did you play in the fairy leagues? Nope. Isn't that like a big thing in the fairy leagues? Mm, I don't know. Okay. And you you should have tried it out. I didn't pay attention until Queen Titania started dating Travis Kelsey. <laughs> It's canon now. Queen Titania is just Taylor Swift. <laughs> Queen Taylor, yeah. 
Um, Slay. <laughs> all right, so you are you are playing catch back and forth with a pebble you found on the ground, entertaining yourself. When um, I feel like you just see or hear noise of people heading down to enter the room, and you see uh, Jasper and Audrin walking in on you playing catch. You know, you could have at least given us a ball. Resorted to playing catch with a pebble. Well, I I didn't put you in here. Do you want to play catch? Not right now. I kind of want to know what the deal is with with everything. I was told that you were detained because you were under suspicion for trying to purchase soul beads. We very much do not allow. I feel like you knew that. Why is it illegal? The same reason that organ harvesting is illegal. Same reason that blood diamonds are illegal. What's a blood diamond? Well, that's that that's something else entirely, but wow. How do we get our hands on one of those? The point is you don't, because oh. it's illegal. My bad. It sounds fancy though. Sounds pretty. Is it just like a red diamond? Those would be pretty. That would be cool. Or maybe like a diamond that just someone like no, It would match my hair and I changed my hair color to red. It's just a a blanket term cool. for some kind of precious material that was gained off of the expense and murder of others. Interesting. Oh, that makes more sense. But a soul bead is different because it physically is based on that. It's a part of a person's body, and it has to be in some way forcibly removed to be sold. What if it's a dead person? I don't think it matters because you don't know the origin of where it came from in general. What if we do? But you don't. But what if we do? But you don't. Mm. Sure. Yes. What if we like really knew our magic? What do you like mean? what if I knew it came from him? Yeah. Then is that fine? Wait, does that mean no. I'm dead? If he consented to it. Does that mean no, I'm dead? No, because the problem is maybe it creates a market for Shoot. people to to forcibly take it. Why are they so much are they why why aren't they worth more? I don't know. Why, why are you only like I heard what what was it? What did they say that they got mad at us for? 5 gold? I, I took think. a guess. I took a guess. But yeah, I think we guessed just based on the one time we saw. It's a man's soul. Them. Shouldn't it be worth more? You, you understand that you ke- when you keep on saying stuff like, it was this amount specifically, okay, you are just no, no, incriminating no, no. yourself we more. Took you see, there we are, took a guess. There are bigger and we got thrown in jail problems for than things that sell for five gold pieces, though. You saying exactly that kind of fact makes me think that you actually did what I was hoping you didn't do. What? Which is what? Either either actually purchase... How do you know how much they're worth? Bead. No. The maybe fact you're the bad guy. Maybe you should be in this case. The fact that you were being specific about a price is my biggest issue. Well, we took a guess, and yeah, we got thrown guess. in this cage because we took a guess. Like you can just look at it and see, yeah, that's five gold pieces. But we didn't see it. Like They just look like they're five gold pieces. You saw one. Well, yeah, our friend Nix had some. That's what we said. Yeah. She had like six of them. That's a true. whole necklace. We gave you a person, but you didn't hear it. No, we gave the other guy a person. Oh, that's true. So can we go now? We gave you a person. Can we get our reward? Yeah, where's our reward? Because we turned in someone who has six of them. So I'll take. Yeah, I don't. I don't think a reward is on the <laughs> table right now. I'm. I'm. I'm just going to be completely honest. Well, if anything, I kind of understand why why you have been placed in here, at least for suspicion. We'll take our six gold now. Audrin, what do you think? 
there's, there's some something here is happening at the very least with these people. Audrey knows Nick's had some. You saw them, right? I was. Training. I don't. I don't care if somebody you had met at one point has some. The biggest question of whether is whether or not you at least tried to buy some. That's the biggest question here. Did you guys try to buy some? Nope. No, we didn't try. Deception. I mean, I'm Can not necessarily lying. We didn't try to buy Can some. Can I give him advantage? Successfully bought some. I'm, I'm going to say no. Just <laughs> deception on its head. But it's not a lie. Um, guidance on myself. I can do that now. There's got to be something else I can do, right? To get that up a little bit. Just say the number. 14. Okay. okay it's not okay, bad. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Where is it? Where? The necklace? No, the one that I'm pretty sure you at least bought. Bought what? Pretty sure you bought at least one. I know you did something with either the purchase or the sale of one. And I feel like... How do you know? There's, you are terrible at lying. Or at least you were fine at lying, but I could I could see through it. That makes sense. You, you had like a... Uh, on a scale of like... 1 to 20, you had about a 14, and I had a 17 of seeing through the lie. So I know at some point you either bought or sold one, and both of those are equally illegal. I don't necessarily think we ever saw one. We did see one. Nick's had some. But we never had one in our possession. True, it was Nick's possession. Nick's possession. We never even held one. Edwin? Yes. Look at me straight in my face. Yep. And tell me you have never bought or sold a soul bead. On my mother's life, I've never bought, seen, or sold a soul bead. You literally just said you saw. <laughs> I have one. never bought, seen, or sold. You literally just said you saw one. I have never bought, I have never seen, I have never sold one. You literally just said. That you had seen one when talking to Giggle Frost about five seconds ago. I have never bought, seen, or sold one. Yes, I've seen them, but I've never seen them. Are soul beats magical? They have some kind of magic, but it's dormant. How about you just let us fight our way out in the tournament? If we win, we win, and we're set free. No, this this really isn't a question of the tournament anymore. Oh, okay. If, if you have been caught committing a crime, you will be disqualified. That is the thing. Why is and that? And so right now, I want you to look me in the face, yes. stare me in the eyes, I and will. say you haven't bought or sold. I don't care if you've seen one because of the necklace from before or whatever, okay? It was a pretty necklace. Anyway, continue. Tell me that you have never bought or sold I have never bought or sold a soul bead. Can you roll persuasion for me? Yes. Guidance. Thank you. I'm going to need it. Not really, but... So that's 20. Nah, that's, uh, yeah, 19. Okay. Um, okay. So I am going to let you out. You will be confined to the tournament grounds, but you will be able to compete as normal. Giggle Frost will not be leaving yet. Why not? Because I'm sure that she at the very least has interacted with somebody that was buying or selling, or she bought and sold herself. Well, I can guarantee you, I've been with her all day and she didn't. See, but Audrin told me that at a point in time today, it was just you and him training. And so there was a time that she was alone. 
See, no, you went and saw Sniss, right? I went to the baker. Yeah. I was looking for things in dozens. Yeah. You went to the baker. Mm-hmm. If we talk to the baker, that covers our entire time slot. And then she'll stay in here while I talk to the baker. Okay. I hope the baker doesn't have anything against us. We did give him nice service. That sounds concerning. <laughs> what I d- kind I d- of service? <laughs> the silly kind. Uh-oh. The gold pieces kind. Uh-oh. Okay. Not soul beat kind. Just to be noted. Who else did you visit? You visited a lot of up. people. Went to the Taylor Pants store because I needed new pants. Taylor, okay. I went to... We did go to Sniss and Fessens. We did go to Sniss and Fessens. give them donuts. And then we went to your mom's house. And then... I don't remember that part. Yeah. Quite, quite mature. We went to the costume store. We did go to the costume store. Why would you go to his mom's house? Because I slammed his mom. Then... What? What does that even mean? It's... I don't know. He's being extremely mature at this moment. Then... What else should we do? I should go to my mom's house. When you you grow up... I think that was it. Don't we were, like, leaving like the costume Edwin. store. That's all I have to when say. When the on guy that was matter. like, yo, y'all are okay. illegal. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then your, your, your little dog over there made us stop and throw us in jail. Who are you referring to little as a you. dog? I don't little remember you. his name. It's Little it's, You. Yeah. See, I feel like people don't appreciate being called dogs. Oh. I feel like you should fix that behavior. Maybe, maybe apologize they, when maybe, you see him next. Maybe they should. Dogs are nice. They're sweet. I love dogs. No, I don't love dogs. I'm a cat. You didn't mean it as like a sweet thing. You meant it as a degrading term for a for for oh, a didn't. person. He didn't hear it. Should apologize to him next time you see him. Okay. It's that simple. It'll go into consideration. That means you won't do it. Okay. So we 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 all good to go now? You're a very nice man. You are going to be held within the confines of the tournament grounds. I really want more. And you are not leaving okay. until I back up whatever story he just came up with. How about I go to the baker and I? You are cut not the going to the baker. Half. You are staying here, within the grounds, and I am going and talking to the baker myself. I got a lawyer up here. This man needs his donuts, or this woman needs her donuts, and it doesn't. Well, I already have a dozen. Why did you want? I'm collecting Wh- dozens. Why? Why? What's the point? Because I have a dozen puzzle pieces, and I'm finding what else comes in dozens. I thought you know, I showed you the pieces. You, you got, you, there's more of them now? Yeah, there's a dozen of them. There there are 14 now. There are f- that's not a dozen. What? Huh. Well, I'm no longer collecting dozens. The amount of those dozens. is getting larger? Yes. It's growing. Something wrong with that? Is that illegal? No, but there is something concerning about that. that you don't know what it is. It is growing in number, and it is made of flesh. I don't think so. It's not like we killed somebody, cut them up into a bunch of pieces, and stuffed them in a bag. That is very oddly specific. We did not do that. Yeah, yeah, we true. did not do that. <laughs> Persuasion, Persuasion to go. please. Am I free to go? Can I have your guidance again? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, thirteen plus nine, twenty-two. <laughs> Why do you say? So many oddly specific and oddly terrifying things that constantly make me think that you have committed multiple random crimes. I think you're just jumping to conclusions. Just to mess with your head? 
I don't think that's a good way to mess I with mean, anybody's I mean, very head. clearly stated that he didn't I do didn't that. I didn't do that. And you just immediately assumed, oh, that means he did do it? No, the simple fact that he was completely oddly specific Like, if I say that the I did sell a soul bead for five gold the pieces, then would you just assume that, oh, that means she didn't? Because, like, why, that, like, what? What did you, what did you just do? I'm saying, like, if you're assuming that him saying he didn't do something means he did, then if I say I did do something, then that means I didn't. Did you? If I say I did, will that I'm, mean I'm that he, right I didn't? Now, did you? Did That's you? not what I'm saying. I, why is there this weird double standard where everyone did something, whether they you said know, they did or no, not? The difference is there's a very interesting thing that happens when Edwin opens his mouth where he says something extremely specific and kind of creepy. It just makes me think that there is more. He knows more than he lets on about a lot of different things. It's true. I'm very smart. Is that true, Audrin? Sometimes. I'm a very intelligent cat. Have you gained weight? You look bigger. I gained a pound. Oh. What's a pound? What's a pound? Uh, it's... I don't know. I, it's I don't, weight. I don't know what it's called, but I, just, I don't know what that is, but I just I just got fatter. Can I have a donut? I don't have a donut. Okay, that's why I need to go to the baker. No, you are not going to be able to Can I accompany you? Can I accompany you? Can I at least get out of the cage? I'm a cat Yes, I'm going to get you out of the cage. All right, open it. You will be confined to the premises. Open it. I want out. I want to be completely clear. You are not going to be able to leave. So wait, is this like that double standard thing he was talking about? So I am actually able to leave? No. Oh, he's serious. I think he's going to beat me up. Give me a reason why I shouldn't just walk away right now. You are being utterly and entirely impossible to deal with. I am I'm I'm here trying to figure out what happened and give you an alternative. Yes. And you're here trying to be a smart ass. I will take it. Can you open the door and I will shut my mouth until I leave this room? First I need to give you something. Oh, okay, cool. I'm going to open the door. I'm getting gifts. And then I'm going to Give it to you, and then you will be free to leave the room. I think I'm either getting a present or getting a salted giggle frost. Remember me, okay? Okay. The way I was. If he assaults you, that's brutality, and we can fight back or something like that. I don't know. I don't think the law lives in this place. Clearly not. He's cracking his knuckles. <laughs> I'm scared. Okay. Maybe so he just needs to crack them to open the door. Jasper takes from like his belt or something a key that he turns the cage of. And then you can see that his his ring begins to glow as he grabs another, like, basically kind of looks like a, uh, kind of like a hoop earring, but, like, smaller. It's one of those. Oh, it's proposing. That he shoves into your body. Oh, gosh. And clasps down, and you can feel it clinch right near your heart. And he says, oh, my God, okay. it was the assault option. So, oh if, gosh. You, if you leave the grounds, that will dissolve. And you don't want it to dissolve is basically what I'm saying. Think think of it like a shock collar that will most definitely cause you infinite pain. Will it kill me? Well, you can't die here, but I feel like the choice of having infinite pain and not being able to die is something that you're used to and will try and avoid. How about instead you just invent a shock collar? Don't, don't. This, this is just a more effective version of the shock collar. This is absolutely terrifying. I've been so penetrated. So don't leave the premises. And it's that simple. All right, we're free to go. Edwin. I'm a man of my word. 
And I close my mouth and I walk right on by. And the door closes and locks. I'm going to check up on Edwin's story and we'll get back to you as soon as I can, Giggle Frost. I mean, I don't know what I have to do at this point. So take as much time as you need. <laughs> okay. So Edwin walks away and Jasper turns to you, Audrey, and says, you're also free to go. Thank you for giving your opinion and everything that entailed. Um, and rest up for the tournament. Okay. Okay. So what do you two do? I go to my room and pout because I'm mad. <laughs> okay. Are you going to spend most of your time pouting? Probably. I'm playing my fl- my uh, my Peter Pan flute. Preparing to be able to spell cast efficiently with the yeah. Pan flute? Yeah. Okay. How, how about you? Well, I'm going to go get some donuts. And I go get oh, some. Oh, if we're heading to the same place, let's, let's walk together. Oh, I guess so. Though I'm going to be asking. It's more of an interrogation for me than a errand. Oh, He's gonna punch I'm just people. hungry after training all day. So That's I fair, want but a snack. you might want to think about your, your, your pregame diet. You might ruin it by eating a donut. Hefty donuts, man. Is there a better place to go for food? That isn't eggs? Not really. Just oh. the problem. Well, I'll have donuts and eggs. Cancel each other out. Sounds like a plan. Okay. Okay, let's go. All right. So Jasper and Audrin head over to the uh, the bakery. And Giggle Frost is alone in this moment. Is Giggle Frost doing anything in said cage? I mean, if you'll let me talk to my patron and they can actually help me to get out, then yes. But if they can't do that, then no, probably not. I'll just sit there. Maybe I'll play catch with myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, some, some time passes for you in the cage playing catch. And you see not a lot has changed. It's still rows of cages curving on into the distance. You can also see that there is a shadow in one of the far cages. It's hard to make out. You do How far? see it shift a bit. Um, you could say probably about 100 feet away. Okay, give me one moment. Uh, what's the range on this? Charm person. Uh, um, how far can I throw this stone? Well, if you remember... It bounces back. It bounced off of... Oh, that's right. And I probably can't cast magic outside of the thing. You sure can try. I will just try it real fast. Light right outside the... Um, I'll just... You're just using yeah. the, like, the light cantrip. The light cantrip. Well, the light cantrip. Oh, appears. no, that's... Do you not have the light cantrip? I have it. You just need to touch an object and the object uh, close. I see. So if I can't get the object <laughs> out, then... <laughs> um, I think Druidcraft can also do that, though. Druidcraft's a cantrip, right? That's why you've used it, like, three yes. times? Yes. All right, what are you going to do with Druidcraft? Uh, is there a candle, a torch, or a small campfire that happens to be within about 30 feet of the cage? There's a pile of wood shavings and sawdust. Just close enough. It lights up. <laughs> it ignites and fizzles out because it's a very small pile of wood. Okay, well, that's good. He's technically within Eldritch Blast range. <laughs> <laughs> Fire! Hmm... No. You're just going to randomly attack a person. <laughs> well, obviously not. If I was going to do that, I would have done it to the earth ship. I see. Um, that was not very nice. I'll just yell over at the shadow. Hello! What are you in here for? There's 
not really a response. There's kind of shifting and groaning, but not much else. Are you hurt? No answer. Okay. I'll just go back to playing catch by myself. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, then. We'll cut to Audrin. Audrin, you are walking to the bakery with Jasper. Do you want to do anything on your journey there? Nope. Okay. It's a decently quick walk, especially avoiding talking to other people and everything. And you go to the baker's. It's open. And he's sitting there. Hi, Mr. Baker. Hello. Um, do you want any baked goods? That's why I'm here. Yes, please. All right. Take your pick. Which ones? You know. Aren't they all just plain with some extra steps? Yeah, there's there's a few there's a few that have slight changes. I'll take the sugar powdered ones. All right. How many? How much is a dozen? I guess that a dozen was a gold piece, right? I'll do six. Okay. Do you have five silver pieces? I hand him a gold and say, do you have change? I can sure find some. He grabs it. Five silver pieces on the table for you. And let me go grab your donuts. Thank you. And he puts them in a, in a little tiny box, gives them to you. Anything else? I think he wanted to talk to you. Bye. Oh, oh goodbye. And I go back to the, the dorm room. All right. So you leave Jasper to have a conversation with the baker that seems mostly cordial as it starts out. You can't really tell because you leave before gets any kind of interesting. Do you just head on back to your own room? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So, some time passes for the both of you. Uh, Giggle Frost is still in her cage. It's probably been about two hours or so when Jasper comes back and says, Okay. I talked to everyone I could. The tailor is closed at the moment, and Fesson and Sniss are making a delivery, so I'll talk to them later. And it seems like, at least with them, you didn't do any suspicious activity. I think I'm going to offer the same offer I did to Edwin, to you. Why? What if I did something? I still think something happened. Mm-hmm. But I can't prove it. And at the very least, you, you didn't realize. do anything with the baker or at the costume shop. Hmm. So, like I said, I'm going to offer you what I offered Edwin. And what if I don't want it? Well, then you can stay down here, I guess. I don't know. I mean, is there anything for me to do on the tournament grounds? You can watch the tournament, be in the audience. What, uh, what, 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 what would you have done otherwise? Uh, I don't know. I don't really have anything to do here. Yeah, so not much would change. That's true. That's true. Either way. What's over in that cage? Over where? That one. I don't know. That's something that I guess I'll have to ask Flint about. Can I step outside of the cage just long enough to throw a stone down that way so we can get some light on it? And then I'll make my decision about whether I want to stay or go. <laughs> um, I, I guess. Okay. Can cast light on the stone and throw it down there as hard as I can. Okay. Does um, it go far enough? <laughs> uh, just give me strength. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> uh, guidance. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. 
Uh, what's a five get me? Um, you are able to toss it about 30 feet. Hold on, hold on. And I'll run down there, I'll pick it up, and I'll throw it again. <laughs> why don't you just walk over there? Because why? Okay. Okay, throw it again. Um, uh, 13. Um, you are able to toss it basically the rest of the way. And a uh, dim light appears on basically just a... It still is, is hard to make out. It's kind of like almost looks like they're under a large mound of clothing. But it is, it's, it's some kind of person probably. I'll just take, this is Jasper here, correct? Yeah. Okay, I'll take Jasper's advice and I'll just head down there and sit outside the front. Hello? There is no real response. And would you be able to give me investigation? Sure. Investigation or history. Oh. I don't know if that would change anything. It doesn't. Intelligence. Yeah, they're both zero. <laughs> Guidance. <laughs> 17. Not bad. Okay. Um, this person, uh, you can't really see their face, and a lot of them are still, like, under a cloak or something. But they are definitely a larger humanoid. Like, not super tall, but wide kind of large um you can see that from what little kind of skin is poking out they're probably either a human or an elf not much else really do i get a sense that this could be the missing mage who's supposed to keep the thing running i don't know that 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 would be up to you okay uh giggle frost yeah if you want i can ask Flint who it is and keep you posted on the answer. Mm, that would be nice. Then I'll just turn away and head back. Okay. What is your decision? Um, I'll stay here so you know where to find me when you get your answer. Okay. And then maybe I'll re-decide at that point. Who knows? We'll see. Okay. Um, sounds good. So, Jasper leaves and... A lot of time passes. Hello, everybody. This is your DM, Graydon, and welcome back to the mid-roll. Thank you so much for listening to episode 11. Um, This will be pretty short with the announcements. Uh, As I had mentioned in the previous episode, from the latter half of December around to the beginning half of January, we will be having uh, a hiatus. The specific length is... um, Not 100% set in stone yet, but what is is that there will be a Christmas-themed one-shot that is run by Edwin's player, Derek. I'm really excited for it when it happens, and I hope you are too. Other than that, it really is the the normal stuff. Uh, If you like what you've been listening to, please leave a review, share it with a friend. Uh, It helps us be seen and grow and be able to share our story with more people like you. And it's very much appreciated. Um, If I've done my math in my head correctly, the next episode will be out on December 1st. So be prepared for that. Other than that, thank you very much for listening. Love you all. Stay safe and enjoy the rest of the episode. You can assume it's probably 
about about nighttime. And he comes back. He says, uh, apparently it was somebody who was trying to sabotage the tournament, trying to cause some kind of attack on the actual place itself. Interesting. Does he have a name? Um, I don't think Flint ever got his name. He just beat him up? Well, when when you see somebody actively de- trying to destroy something, you, you know, act out of instinct. His instinct is to beat people up? Well, in a lot of ways, he's also a bit impatient with things, which is something that will, I think it will get better over time. Him and the fire genasi would be scary together. Yeah, you should stay in charge. You should definitely stay in charge. Well, I don't think I'm planning on dying anytime soon, so. That's good. That's good. Foreshadowing. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) I've thought about it, and I can also give you this alternative. If you stay in my custody, I won't have to do what I did to Edwin. Well, that would be nice. That seemed a bit scary. I was already planning on sneaking into your box for the tournament anyways, so. (laughs) Okay. So then does that sound like a better deal for you? Sure. Okay. Then let's do that. And he unlocks. Oh, you're already out of the cage. Never mind. (laughs) Yeah, I was just sitting outside the cage. I forgot that interaction happened. Well, yeah, okay. I didn't go back in. Of course not. (laughs) Um, Right, so. I guess you you both head on to his sleeping quarters, I guess. Again. (laughs) Yeah, again. Except this time I'm allowed to be there. Let's go. You you have been given permission to sleep with with him. (laughs) We're moving up in the world. (laughs) And for everyone, the night passes. And it's now the morning, and Edwin and Audrin are waking up by some kind of intercom. Basically just says, all Contestants, please report to the training grounds in 10 minutes. I head over after grabbing a couple eggs real quick. Okay. What do you do, Edwin? Um, I just head over when I feel like it. <laughs> Probably like a minute before. So yeah, I'll get there when I get there. Okay. All right. So no breakfast? No breakfast. No, no breakfast. That might be disastrous for you. Could be. Remember your opponent. Ruh-roh. <laughs> All right, so as you two end up heading to the training grounds, Gigglefrost and Jasper wake up a little bit later at their own pace. Together. But still still early enough because, you know, Jasper's presiding over the whole thing, has to, has to be there for the beginning at the very least. True, true. So you both get ready and then... You head up to the box where he was before and prepare for it to start. For Edwin and Audrin, you go back, you go down to the training grounds and it's the large group of contestants that you've seen before all together in one place. Flint is present and he says, all right, um, everybody, can you please split up into your brackets individually? And so do you do so? Split up with your opponent? Yeah, I guess so. Got nothing else to do. Okay. Audrin, since you were told by the Cobalt bar- Barbarian yesterday, your opponent is the Bugbear. It's very easy to find, so you find him with no problem. 
Outstanding. But Edwin, you have a little bit of a harder time finding your cobalt friend. Mm-hmm. In fact, he doesn't seem to be here right now. But maybe, maybe he slept in. You know, you were like the, the sixth bracket. You've got some time. He'll be here eventually. Yeah. And everyone gets into their respective little couple groups. It's very quaint. And one says, okay, will the first people competing for the day please come with me and we'll put you in your proper places? Are we at least allowed to watch? Yes, but from an observation booth. That make sure you can't intervene in a bad way. Because people have tried that before, of course. I see. So Flint goes with the first bracket and then a another man that you've seen, I think, twice now because he was the person who s- signed you up for the, uh, the matches in general, uh, leads you all to a, uh, a place that you haven't been to before. It basically is just a little observation room at the bottom level of the Coliseum area. And, you know, some time passes, takes some time to set up everything. And you can hear that a large crowd is shuffling in arena itself. And an announcer starts to announce, as they do. Welcome, everybody, to the 500th anniversary of the tournament. We will be getting ready quite shortly, but first, we're going to have a quick word from the Guardian of Earth. And so, you, Eagle Frost, can see this as Jasper basically gets up to, just just basically stands up and starts speaking, but it just becomes announced to everybody, because magic, and that's cool, that's how that works. Welcome everybody to the 500th anniversary of the tournament. This tournament was meant to be a reminder of all of the violence and problems that arose from a war that changed everything for us, not only our own lives and our own memories, but our geography. And so as we are fighting, let's remember that. Remember that good men had to die so that we don't have to. And here, let's make sure that no one does. And he sits back down, and the announcer announces the first two fighters, and a wonderful fight ensues that I'm not going to announce because that's not fun for you guys, me just talking about a fight between two people that don't exist. One of them wins, as you do. And (laughs) as that fight is reaching its conclusion, Tone pulls you away with your opponent, the bugbear wizard, and says, we need you to start getting ready. Okay. Can I say a quick word to the bugbear? (coughs) No. (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) Wait, what what were you going to say, Derek? You're going to lose Vicious Mockery. Vicious Mockery, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway. Give you your first hit free. (laughs) There's a disadvantage, I can't remember. Uh, it's disadvantage on attacks and saves. His next attack throw. Yeah. So he leads you down to the uh, the armory area. Mm-hmm. And you have some time to pick out some equipment. You just grab your normal equipment, like a bow and stuff. Yep. A short bow, a dagger, and I still have the murder weapon on me. But I probably won't use that. <laughs> okay. What's the murder weapon? From the like very first session. We went down to the caves and there was a, a murder that happened. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, I still have that dagger. As as you pull out and look at that dagger, the uh, the person who led you down to the armory says, um, "You're not allowed to use your own weapons in the combat. I can keep it here until you are through with fighting. If that is all right." Can I just keep it on my person and not well, use it? There's a chance you're going to use it. And if you use it, you will be disqualified. I'll probably only use my bow and arrow. All right, that is your own choice. But if you use that dagger, you will not continue in this match. Understandable. And I put it away in As my long pouch. as you understand that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep, makes sense to me. Okay. So the you, you grab a bow and arrow from the armory. Anything else? No. Well, a dagger, but other than that. Okay, bow and arrow and a dagger. And you see that the bugbear is grabbing a spell book. Naturally. And you basically get split up against the, the Colosseum itself. So you're on one side, he's on the other. Uh, you're waiting for the platforms to go back down with the previous winner and loser. On your side, Audrin is the loser. Of course it is. And he's a very small child who is probably about two years younger than you who didn't have any weapons on him. Oh. (laughs) And he hobbles away. And you see that you have about a minute to get in properly and get yourself ready before it starts raising you up towards the the larger Colosseum itself. Mm -hmm. Do you do anything in this time? Can I ready my action to shoot him? You don't see him. Yeah, ready my action for when I see him. If you want to. I'm going to draw my bow in anticipation. Okay. So you draw your bow in anticipation, and some time passes. And then the platform begins to raise slowly, slowly. And the darkness surrounds you. And then the light is blinding like any, you know, classic movie shot. Yep, yep. Hunger Games-esque. Uh-huh. It's slightly dazing. People are cheering. Yeah see that in the far distance, about a hundred feet away, is the bugbear. And the match will start quite soon once I pull up the bugbear. Okay. Sorry, I'm ready. I'm ready. Cool. I'm also okay. ready. And so <laughs> you you both are step into the arena itself. And the announcer says, And now we have the time-traveling Audrin Tehran versus... The bugbear. Boo. Can you hear me? Do great. I believe in you. There's like two boos. Are both the contestants ready? Is the bugbear closest to us or furthest from us? What do you mean? So like we're in the observe, observe, observe booth, right? Yeah. He's asking how close is the bugbear? Well, you you think of it like you're here, and then on both sides is Uh, where the two of them are. I see. We're like 75 feet away from you at the closest. Yeah. Yeah. He could hear me. He can hear you. Technically still within Eldritch Blast range. <laughs> Shoot him. <laughs> well, you can sure try that. Yeah, no. Get arrested. <laughs> There's probably yeah. a magic. I'm sure it wouldn't happen. Around the arena, just in case. But you'll All do right. great. I believe in you. The fight will begin in three, two, one. Begin. Does that mean I have to, like, roll initiative or something? Uh, we will roll initiative, but you will be able to get a shot off because you held your action. Sweet. Uh, so plus, plus three to hit, so I can't shoot for shit. Fourteen to hit. Okay. That will hit. 
Wow, I didn't expect that. He's <laughs> a, a wizard. wizard. Oh wait, never mind. I it's did a wizard. Expect. Yeah, it's a wizard. A five damage. Nice. Okay, so he takes five damage. It's good to know. And now roll your initiative, if you would, <laughs> please. What's his initiative? I already rolled it. Eighteen. Okay, you will go first. And I will shapeshift into a dire wolf. Okay. And I will... How far away is he? A hundred feet. Dang it. I only have 50 feet of movement. You can dash and make it directly to him. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Okay. Right up on his ass. But, like, in front of him, so not on his ass, but, you know. Into his ass. Also, that's... No, let's not. (laughs) I'm right up there. You're just there. I'm just there. Yeah, just there. As a dire wolf. And that's my action. Okay. So... You rush up the the bugbear. He sees you coming. Casts burning hands, which I believe is a deck save for you. Mm, that would make sense to me. There's your sound effect. Twenty one. Okay, you succeed. You see him push out his hands, about to shoot fire at you, and you're ready to do a sick backflip to dodge it, but you will still get scorched a little. Uh-huh. Take three damage. Wow. Yeah, he's he's not very strong at this moment in time. Mm-hmm. See, I, I I didn't need to shapeshift, but here we are. No, probably not. You probably could have just taken him out easy. Yeah. Anyway, it's anyway. back. It's back to you. Cool. I'll just do a good old fashioned bite attack, which is okay. Only plus three. Only plus three to hit. Really? Yeah, that sounds about right. Oh, plus five to hit, never mind. Mm. Thirteen. That. Cool. I will miss my bite attack, but otherwise not worry about it too much. Okay. At this point, he will summon from his hand a little orb of energy and power and toss it at you. And he will miss. And that is his turn. (laughs) What did he roll? A three. Plus whatever, but it's a three. Oh, okay. Yeah, understandable. (laughs) All right, I will... Weakest man alive right now. Bite him again. Okay. I do reckon that a 19 hits. That does. 2d6 plus (laughs) 3. Sucks to be this guy, because I just rolled a 12 for damage. Okay. And he has to make a a strength saving throw. Or be knocked prone. He has been knocked prone. What did he roll? A four. Yeah, he is absolutely knocked prone. All right. Knocked prone. Yay! (laughs) Kill the bugbear! The the crowd is getting wild at this action of a small child that is a wolf just ripping this bugbear who is incompetent to shreds. And the bugbear on the ground... Does one last attempt at survival with another burning hands. Okay. I assume that's a dexterity saving throw on yes. my part. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, no. That's Nine. It. Okay, you will take the full 3d6. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. You'll take 10 fire damage. You're you're hurting now, I'm sure. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is he, he still... Will, he will spend his movement getting up. Oh, dang it, of course he will. Yeah, because he had it left, why not? Yeah, that's fair enough. Alright, the exact same thing. Critical failure. Alright, so you, uh, you still feel a bit singed 
from getting actually burned. And so you are disoriented and you make a swing and you miss quite blatantly. Yep. And um, give me a deck save. Uh, 11. You end up falling prone. <laughs> you end up tripping yourself up. Can I use my movement to unprone? Because I didn't move at all. In this moment in time, I'm going to say no. Understandable. <laughs> okay. And the the bugbear wizard, upset at his own incompetence, throws his spellbook to the side and pulls out the quarterstaff he's been holding and tries to smack you with it. Oh, okay. That's a choice. <laughs> Most definitely a choice. Okay. There's a 15 hit. Barely. Okay. So you're going to take... Nine damage. Wow, that's actually See, pretty good. He did more damage not doing spells. Yup. <laughs> Maybe he's just not in the right line of work. You never know. And it is back to you. I'm going to use my movement to stand up so that I don't have disadvantage. Of course. And let's try this one more time, I suppose. Mm, does a 15 hit? Yes, it does. Sucks to be him, I guess. Does a yes. 10 kill him? Well, he doesn't die, per se. But, but how, how do you want to completely destroy this man's ego in life? Uh, after he bonked me <laughs> on the head, I'm just going to stand up as if it didn't affect me and just lash my teeth into his arm and just keep going and bite like his arm and throat so they're like connected and then twist and break his neck. Well, that's a bit fucked up. Yeah, violent. But it is done, and the crowd gasps in horror, and I assume you turn back to a small child. Yep, I am, again, <laughs> just a kid. Yeah. You turn back into a, small, uh, into a tiny nine-year-old kid and start to walk back to where you will go down the elevator. And the man doesn't move for a while and then starts to, like, and begins to hobble back to his area. Gunther says, What an interesting fight. Well, mostly interesting. I feel like the bugbear kind of fucked up hard on that one. But anyway, let's give it up for time-traveling Audrin Tehran. Cheers and stuff. Very nice. And you, you end up heading down to a crowd of only... The um, only the guy who sent you to the armory, mm-hmm. cheering you on, saying congratulations. Uh, you put your weapons back to their respective areas. Yep. And he tells you, um, if you think you want to rest, you can just head on to your uh, your your room now, or you can watch the rest of the uh, the fights. It's up to you. I'll watch a fight or two, and then I'll go back. Okay. Giggle frost. What was yes. your reaction to Audrin just ripping? A random bugbear man to shreds. Huh. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah, you're, uh, your friend has a violent side, it looks like. It would certainly seem that way. Huh. Maybe we should get that checked out. Well, I'm pre- there's a therapist here, right? Maybe that would help? Oh, no. No? She would not help. Oh. Trust me. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Some time pa- passes. Different matches. Different... Winners and losers, interesting display. Giggle Frost, at one point Jasper, leaves the office and is gone for a good 30 minutes or so 
to match his past before he returns, but it doesn't seem too important. You don't think much of it. And all this time, Edwin, your opponent hasn't showed up. Okay. Forfeit. And some people are, you know, they're starting to panic because you're close. You were like sixth. They just they just had the fifth match. They're, it's happening right now. What are, what are they going to do? Give me anybody. I'll take on anybody. And so they, they think about it for a second. You can hear whispering between multiple different people, um, including Flint and Tone. And they make a decision. And they well, come I up to you and say, I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> <laughs> they, they come up to you and say, okay, so it looks like your opponent just isn't here. We don't know where he went. Um, but we're still going to have you fight something. Who am I fighting? Uh, it's not a one, it's a thing. What am I fighting? Maybe you should be surprised. I don't want to be surprised. It's, it's not going to be, like, completely dangerous, probably. I think you can take it. It'll be just as dangerous as, as, as your opponent before. If less, actually. I mean, okay. this one isn't the champion from last year. True. Why did he just leave like that? Anyway, that's that's not important. Let's let's get you ready, get you everything. Okay. They uh they take you down to the armory area. You grab, I'm guessing, just a loadout of like a rapier. Is there anything else that would be more impressive for me to have? Uh, that you could use, probably not. Is there a spell book? You cannot use a spell book. Is there a scroll? How do you expect me to work in a place like this? With normal equipment. I'm sorry. That's it. This is sad. Can I take a crossbow? Yeah, if you want to. I will take a crossbow. Okay, that's your limit of two weapons. All right. It's a crossbow, a D8. Uh, it's a D6, I think. I think it's a D6, yeah. That sounds right. But if you could check, that would be wonderful. Uh, once you are equipped with your things, they allow you to keep your musical instrument. Perfect. Oh, it is a D8. Ooh. Fancy, fancy. <coughs> And so they, they send you up to the uh, the place where you will enter the arena. Okay. You are on the side of the winner. Obviously. It is another small child. What is it with all these who kids? does not have any weapons. And with a bright smile and some blood streaked across his face, he walks away. Okay. That's kind of creepy. <laughs> and you have some time before the platform raises to step in, get yourself ready. Do you do so? Yeah, we'll uh, prep vicious mockery. Okay. So you... uh, Thinking of an insult. (laughs) I'm holding my action for vicious mockery. All right. The time passes and you start to raise up into the Colosseum itself. You realize that as the platform raises, only yours did. And the announcer says, All right, folks, we have a bit of a strange one with screaming scared Lord Edwin Husky fighting against... A person that didn't show up, but we have a treat for him that still will test his mettle in a fight. So welcome, Jeff. And then the platform raises up, and you see something that I don't think you've ever seen before. It's very, very gross and icky. It is basically a brain with feet. Ah, great. Anyway, Vicious Mockery. All right. What is the range of Vicious Mockery? I think it just has to hear me. And I'm pretty sure there's a range. 60 feet. Okay, and I can't do that. one reach. Okay, then I will just chill. Okay. Uh, roll initiative, please. It's going first. 
You sure about that? Six. Then there's a high possibility, yes. With a seven, yes. That's sad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, it'll it'll rush towards you and move up 80 feet. Okay. And as it comes towards you very quickly, it is now your turn to do something. So I'm going to back up first. No, I'm not, not going to back up first. <laughs> uh, we will first do... Uh, we'll do dis... No, we won't. I'm going to do... Is there any metal on this thing? Does not seem to be so. Okay, cool. I'm going to take a shot at crossbow. Okay. Uh, make an attack roll then. Eight plus five. Thirteen. All right. You end up aiming, and as it runs straight towards you, making it a decently easy target for you to not have to move around and shoot at, you fire, and it pierces into the thing. Roll damage for me. Thank y'all. Seven plus five. All right. So you... Twelve. Shoot it, and the arrow, the bolt, flies and pierces into the thing, but not as deep as you'd expect. Great. I'm going to take... So it's 20 feet away from me now. I'm going to take all the way back as far as I can go, so it has to use its dash to get to me again. Okay. Does that math Does that math add up? I use all my movement to back up. Okay. All right. So you do so. You you shoot, and then you start to run. Book it. Because it's still scary to you. And so it's a big it thing. continues to it's speed at you and gets right to you, and then it's back to you because okay. it's getting closer and closer and closer. Alrighty, um, I believe we're gonna go dissonant whispers. Let me look how that works again. Save, okay. I has advantage on that brain, <laughs> big brain. Uh, that is a sixteen. Yeah, you succeed. Still take three okay. d six damage though. Doesn't just it take half of three d six? Yep, half. All right. It takes three damage. That's so sad for the whole one. Yep. Okay. All right. So as it makes its way towards you. You try and spook it with some magic, but it is mostly unaffected. Yeah. It comes up to you, and it reaches out one of its feet and swipes at you. All right. We've got... Um, a 22 to hit? Yeah, we'll let that you're hit. Gonna, you're going to cunning no. words it? No. <laughs> okay. I can't. All right. And then you will take um, seven slashing damage. Okay. And I would like you... To make an intelligence save for me. Oh, what fun. I do not have... 16. That succeeds. That's very helpful. Okay. Which is very good for you, for yeah. sure. Um, the announcer is announcing all of this, of course, as Jeff takes a massive dashing line towards yeah. you, and you're firing at it and running away and... Run! Some other problems. It is... Okay. Back to you. Dissonant whispers... Once more, it's gonna be my thing. <laughs> the the go the go away spell. Yeah, go away. Okay, that was a seventeen again. Okay, three d six halves. All right, go away. Okay, I saw five. Yeah, six damage for a level one spell. Six damage. Okay. All right. So you once again try to spook it away with your scary scary words. It does it not work. Mostly unaffected. Still taking some damage because it's slightly scared of you. Yes. And it does the thing again, swiping its foot at you in a kind of gross manner. What fun. That was a net 20. Uh, We're going to do cunning words so it can't crit. I don't think that's how that works. 
You can make it. Yeah, no, it is. It is. Mm, is it? Cutting words against the check and attack rolls. So yeah, if I it's, do, it's it's a, it's a crit. No, but if I cutting words it, it makes it no longer a crit. No, because like All you right. can't add bonuses to a one to make it not a failure. Okay, but it's 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 fine. It'll just be. Okay, so the exact wording is a rolling a bardic inspiration die and subtracting the number rolled from the creature's roll. Does Jeremy Crawford have anything to say about this? Let's see. <laughs> can cutting words stop a crit? Uh, Jeremy Crawford, cutting words can't nullify a critical hit. Okay. Dang. Cannot or can? Cannot. Cannot. Sad. Unfortunately. Anyway, you're pretty lucky because that is 10 and then a save. 15. That succeeds. Yay. Which is good. Which is very, very good. So it makes another swipe at you and tries to do some fucky-wucky stuff with you. And what is your response in this situation? Uh, just say, screw it, I'm going to die anyway. Yeah. Uh, let's do upcast. I'm just going to upcast. Uh, you know, why not? Let's just have fun with it. Let's just mm-hmm. do Tasha's hideous laughter. Make it fall on the ground laughing. Okay, is that wisdom safe? Yeah, okay. all of it is. <laughs> Everything's wisdom safe. That is a 14. It's six sheets. Dang. <laughs> I just lay there and just accept my fate. You don't have to lay there. Do you have anything you can do? Mm-mm. Don't have any bonus action stuff? Mm-mm. Really? Nothing. Huh. You, well, anyway. Uh, bardic inspiration is a bonus action. But, but you can't I give can't that to yourself. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Well, you know what it's going to do once more mm-hmm. with another savage foot swipe. It'll miss. Okay. How nice of it. Yup. Okay. Let's just do. Just poke it with my with my. Uh, I'm gonna poke it with my rapier because nothing else is working. Okay. What's a twelve get me? That gives you a hit. Wow. It's one lucky lucky hit. Yeah. Uh, a six years a D8. Is that a six D8? damage. Yeah. Six damage. You want to know what it had? What? Seven. Oh, that's sad. Yep. So you you stab it, and it is hurting quite a bit, but with its final final breaths, perhaps, it makes one more of its, of its classic attack. The foot swipe. The foot swipe. The foot swipe. And it rolls a 13. M- miss. Okay. And then it will ask you to use an intelligent saving throw, please. That fails. Okay, you are going to take six psychic damage. I'm unconscious. You're unconscious? I am unconscious. Dang. So, Fred misses with the foot swipe, but then stares at you. Which is weird, because it doesn't have any eyes. But it looks you, brain to brain. And you feel that... Your, your mind is being peeled away, and part of you is disappearing, and saps the stamina completely out of you, and you collapse to the ground. And then, almost immediately, so Fred doesn't continue to be a problem, people swoop in and capture him and wrangle him back to wherever he came from. The announcer says, well, that was a very close fight, but it seems that Edwin might have been eliminated this round. We'll leave it to the judges to find out. And so you are a bit of a, a, a mess mentally, but you are able to make your way back to the place where you go back down. And you do so. 
And with the first rounds of the tournament done, I think we'll leave it here. When Jasper disappeared from the tournament grounds, we get a glimpse of a conversation between him and Fesson. Um, excuse me, is this, uh, the shop of Fesson and, and Sniss? Why, uh, yes it is, uh, are you needing something? Oh, you're, uh, you're Jasper. Um, what can I do for you, sir? Well, I need to know if, uh, this might be a really weird question, um, has a fairy named Gigglefrost, uh, talked to you yesterday? Uh, yesterday, let's see, um, I don't think they came yesterday, no, uh, the last time I saw them was two days ago, uh, she had been staying with us, but she hasn't recently, cause it seems she found her friends and everything, it's almost kinda like she forgot about us, anyway, sorry, it, it, she, she, she wasn't here yesterday, no, is there a reason you're asking? Well, it's... Just that I needed to check her whereabouts, and she said she came here and talked to both of you. Well, it, it's not possible to talk to uh, to Sniss there. He uh, he he doesn't speak much, really. So we don't doesn't talk much. He, he's he's been talking more and more now, which is very nice. Um, does that have any importance to what we're talking about? Sorry, I'm sorry, I rambled. Um. Is, uh, Gigglefrost in trouble or anything? Cause, I, I mean, well, I can't really say she wouldn't lie. She, she kind of did to us, uh, two days ago. But I, I can vouch for her character other than that. Well, that's, that's, uh, good to know. Um, she lied to you? Yeah, um, so, Sniss, he, uh, he went to talk to therapist here, Dr. Doctor, and I was asleep, and I woke up wondering where he was, and, uh, she lied to me saying that he had signed up for the tournament, so I panicked and went down there, and then she lied to me about that, too, because she then revealed that she knew that he had gone to the therapists, and she'd been leading me along this whole time, and that, that kind of hurt a little bit when I figured that out, when, um, Sniss confirmed it with me, but I still would vouch for her character, uh, cause she's hardworking and she's mostly kind. I think she talked one time about maybe accidentally killing a person, but I don't judge with stuff like that. Killed a person? Oh yeah, um, maybe that wasn't for me to say, um, uh, get, get a warrant? I think that's what you're supposed to say right now. That that won't be necessary. Um, thank you for your time. If I have any other questions, can I reach you here? Uh, yeah, I'll be here the rest of the tournament in case anything breaks. Or, uh, there's any problems with the equipment, any of the armor or anything. I will be the one who repairs it. Well, that's good to know. Thank you for all of your work to, uh get the tournament ready with all of the equipment and stuff. It's very much appreciated, even though I wasn't able to be there for the majority of the setup. Oh, it's no problem at all. Uh, it was a pleasure to see you again, 
uh, Mr. Jasper, sir. Uh, and it's about our lunchtime anyway, so I will see you later. It was my pleasure. Fasten. Goodbye.